everyone. It's Zoe, the CEO and founder of Necessary Behavior, and today we will be talking about toys on Squirt. Hey everyone, I'm London and I'm excited for this episode. We've got a lot of spicy things to get into. Hey guys, this is Bethany. I'm much more embarrassed of the three of us, so <laughs> I'm just going to be blushing through this episode. I'm glad it's not a video. Woo! Woo! Sexy time. Very exciting. I'm very excited for this episode. So like we said, we'll be talking about sex toys. You might know them as sex toys. You might know them as adult toys. You might know them as marital aids. I think that word for them is hilarious. Hmm. I have never heard of that. So Maritza, who made part of this outline, she put the marital aids. And I totally forgot they were called that. And it totally brings just like some old timey housewife like imagery with it. Like, that's who I'm imagining, like some bitch in like her curlers from like the 40s who's like, so my husband doesn't know I bought some marital aids. Like, you know, like, you know, hush yep. hush about it. And then she's just like absolutely like rubbing one out in like her house dress, like in the back of a garage. Yep, that's it. That's what I think of anyways. <laughs> I love how graphic you got and I love that for you. Yeah, I was like, I was just going for like a general vibe. And Zoe's like, let me set up this porno for you. (laughs) Yeah, basically, though. You don't think of that? You don't? Okay. (laughs) It's fine. I'll just sit there. I mean, I do from now on. Yeah, now. (laughs) Because you just aggressively ingrained it in my mind. Anytime anyone thinks of marital aids, now it's going to be a housewife in the garage, like diddling herself. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> absolutely i love that for well, her, she can't though. be seen in the house doing that it's too much sexism um, in there. so the straight definition though for sex toys via planned parenthood are objects people use to have more pleasure during sex or masturbation um sometimes sex toys can also have medical uses if you have a sexual dysfunction or other medical condition the other really cool thing about sex toys too for trans folks, non-binary folks, and gender non-conforming folks, certain sex toys actually might help affirm their gender identity or help relieve gender dysphoria. There's actually quite a few of these, and I'm they're becoming a lot more affordable and also just like more accessible, which I think is really, really cool. And then, you know, with that too, we've come a long way. Uh, the first sex toys, we think, originated around 29,000 BC. That's so insane to me. 29,000 BC. And people already just needed to get a nut. I'm like a caveman. And in my caveman brain was just like, I want to shove something up. (laughs) I love that people have always been like this, though. Like, it's not a new development. You know how people always always have the stories of, like, growing up, they shove something up themselves that they shouldn't have. It's like, people have always been like this, and that's why we have <laughs> <Yeah>. sex toys. <laughs> um, but, like, exactly. if you look, so so it says maybe 29,000 BC because they can't actually prove that that's what it is, even though it's, like, the right shape. <laughs> the other ones are still, like, super old. Like, we're still rocking the BCs. Like, there's old Chinese art of, like, people using dildos, and there's, like, paintings of the Greeks, like, fucking each other with strap-ons and stuff. It's, like... Human beings are perverse motherfuckers, and we always have been. That's what's what. (laughs) This is true. There's so many things with history. I always think, like, how far off base are we? Because there's just so much we like to ignore in this sense of just, like, taboo topics like this. It's like, 
that's it's like some people might look like look at it and might be like oh this is a beautiful artifact and someone's like just comes up and it's like that's a fucking dildo what are you talking about <laughs> like dude that's not to <laughs> shove up your ass like what do you mean like, what the fuck are you talking about like just thinking of like even now like today someone finds anal beads right yeah i think that's they're just like shiny and pretty and like they find it like a hundred years from now and they're just like, this is a great artifact. And I like to think. It was a bracelet. <laughs> it was prayer beads. They used them for ritual worship. <laughs> it was to pray to their God. I just, it always makes me laugh to think thousands and thousands of years ago, there was just some person just getting just strapped. I love that. From a rock. <laughs> Since the dawn of time. <laughs> And I think that's pretty. It cool. was a polished come rock. A long way. Yes, it was. It was usually a polished rock. Yes. Yes. So yeah, we've we've come a long way from polished rocks. They buzz and jump and do all sorts of things and cartwheels <laughs> and write essays and all sorts of shit. <laughs> another one or another piece of history that I want to talk about too is that we used to use like the first wand vibrators were created from doctors who used to use it to treat hysteria which if you're not familiar with hysteria was kind of this like catch-all diagnosis for someone who was not like behaving properly in heavy air quotations, so like if she wasn't listening to her husband, or if she was just in a bad mood, or whatever, 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 her husband would take her into the doctor. One of the treatments would literally just be her getting masturbated by the doctor. I did want to add to that. So that is a super, super popular theory. And it's really based on this like one research study done in like 1999. I was reading an article from the BBC that are actually saying more and more that they did not actually use vibrators in the doctor's office. Because in that research article, she references like five different doctor papers that don't even like mention what she's talking about. And like some of it was kind of a stretch. And a lot of her theory bases on the fact that they didn't know women had orgasms. They called them like paroxysms or something. And that disagrees with a great deal of medical research on the time, which already very much acknowledged that women had orgasms. And they were already considered taboo all on their own by that point where they're trying to say that, oh no, like they didn't know that it was an orgasm because, you know, women couldn't have those feelings. So while the vibrator invented in the doctor's office theory is... The most common, uh, also due to pop culture, just know it is argued very much. So they don't actually know. I'd like to think that they like <laughs> made that story up because they just wanted to try to get rid of some of the taboo around it. And so they can have an excuse to be like, because you said it was a woman who wrote it. So she just makes an excuse to be like, yeah, I might be a little hysterical, but I just need to rub one off. And it's scientifically proven. <laughs> So like, and it's scientifically proven. Like, it's, like um, here's the data. But yes, no, like, it is important to me to say that this research is being done by women. So like, it is not even got that like male gaze sheen on it. And I think even the modern research was also done by, uh, like a female team. Um, and it's not that her research was based on nothing. It's that her research was a little bit of a stretch. Like some of the one of the treatments she referenced was uh, for like really bad uterine cramps where they would provide electric shocks to the inside of like the vaginal canal. 
um, to like stimulate your uterus to like make it stop hurting. But one of the big things the doctor kept mentioning over and over again was that it was not a pleasant sensation. So if it's unpleasant, it doesn't really follow that whole jacking him off in the office thing, does it? Yeah, so this definitely was just a scam. So they could be like, let us rub one out in the doctor's like someone's got a lot us do it. I don't know. It could go either way. Like, I'd totally believe, oh, we found definitive proof. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I would buy it that some dude was like, yeah, we'll just jack bitches off. They'll stop whining. It'll be fine. <laughs> like, I could totally see that. But, you know, it's just, it, there's a little debate about it, you know. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of really interesting history, one could argue. I love to see it. I love a little debate. Especially when it's history like this, too, because it's like, do you not want to admit it? Or... And we've we've come a long way from vibrators in the doctor's offices. There are a ton of different toy types from vibrators to dildos to anal toys to pumps to sleeves to strap-ons. The list goes on. Most of the common types are clit vibes, clit suckers, G-spot vibes, prostate massagers. For me, my personal fave is it's by Unbound. And it is their Ollie, which is a wand vibrator, and it's slow and rumbly, and I love it. It was also terrifying when I first bought it, because that thing is strong. I love that. <laughs> I feel like I have so many vibrator and sex toy stories that it's just hard to like go through them all and pick a fave, but I feel like I'm always good with a nice, simple vibrator, because I feel like that's something that's like, it's true to you. You can always come back to it. It's very easy. Just like, it doesn't even have to be like something big like a little bullet vibrator yeah like even just a little bullet like i've outgrown bullets but i feel like if i needed something that's small to just have with me i would get like i feel like if i was that horny person that always needed something i would get a bullet (laughs) vibrator and just have it in my purse all the time (laughs) they make them discreet you could get one that looks like a lipstick or some shit they'll never know exactly and you can just always have it on you because i just feel like some of the other toys are hard to like always have and always rely on that's like my favorite type of toy a good clit sucker is great yeah, too, though. for sure. I used to keep a, a little lipstick-shaped vibrator in my car, mostly as a conversation piece. Oh. I never actually used it. <laughs> you fucking would. It's a conversation piece. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because then, you know, I'd, like, I'd keep it in my glove box. If they help me grab something in my glove box, like if I asked them to, then they'd pull it out and be like, what the fuck is this? And it's like, <laughs> let's have a conversation let's have a <laughs> so conversation funny. i think those stupid like clit sucker things are so fucking overrated uh, everyone's all about them lately and they're all such the hype and they're so goddamn expensive and i don't think they're that great and i'm gonna say it here and i'm gonna put it out there like quote me on that not that great I agree. They're overhyped. Um, that's why I always love a good, just regular vibrator. Yeah, like that can't fail you. Unless you're getting a very good quality toy that's like very expensive, very strong, which most of us aren't. You need a yeah. good simple toy. If you're just trying to do too much in a toy, it's just, it's made cheaply. It's like, this isn't what they say it's going to be. Okay, so I used one. I got one. And it was expensive, by the fucking way. Too damned expensive. And I was using it and I was just like, wow, this is like a lot. And not in like a good way. Not in like a, I can get into this sort of way. It was just like, a, that's like a lot. It only had like speeds. Like I needed more variation than that, I think. Yeah, I think one that I can't get into is like the clit liquors. God, those things are so fucking weird looking. I feel like I wouldn't be able to enjoy that. I feel like that wouldn't do anything for me. <laughs> just the feeling of like a little fake plastic tongue. <laughs> 
I feel like there's something visually interesting about them, isn't there, though? I feel like, like isn't there, like, just, like, the idea, <laughs> if you watched someone using one, it would just, I don't know, like, visually, mm, I don't know. That shit would get lost in my beef flaps. Like, I've, <laughs> I've seen porn of people using them, and I'm like... It doesn't look like it's given much, but you know. No, it doesn't. But I don't know. It looks more artsy than anything else, like art house porn more than anything else. You know. <laughs> this is a this is a art piece. I gotta add that to my to watch list because now I'm curious. What the fuck does it look like? <laughs> <laughs> right after this, Zoe's googling like clit liquor toy porn. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, <laughs> as recommended by a coworker. <laughs> Hey, and this is the one time HR doesn't have to get involved. <laughs> exactly. You guys, if you don't know, a good way to scout toys, if they're, like, popular, is to look at videos of, like, people using them, like, on porn sites. I feel like when I'm toy shopping from time <laughs> to time, I'll do that. And I'm like, I need to get a feel. Babe, babe, are you watching porn right now? No, no, I'm doing research for my shopping. <laughs> it's not porn. It doesn't count. Absolutely. That's honestly, that's such a good idea. Like, I didn't do it on purpose. I, I heard of a toy, and I was looking it up on Twitter to see what the girls were saying about it. And videos started popping up. And I'm like, you know what? This is actually a good good method of research. But then I started... But Okay, then I started getting corny while I was doing research. <laughs> but... And then after I had to use my toy... No, I didn't have a toy. See, I was shopping for a toy. Wow. So that's why everyone had should to have go. a toy. See, God, it's like a vicious, <laughs> it's a vicious cycle. cycle. <laughs> You gotta have one just to go yeah, shopping for one if now. You go shopping for one and you go down the rabbit hole like I did, you're screwed and you have to use your hand. That or bring a friend. That too. But going back to your hand from time to time is very important too. I feel like I just think sometimes I want to switch over something different from a toy. The hand is like all reliable, the true, the original toy. Have you guys ever used those like sleeves before? No. Wait. What are you talking about? So it's like, there's like a sleeve that you put over your your penis, and it makes your penis fatter. Oh, I've never heard of that. Oh, I haven't used a sleeve, but I have used, it's called a Tenga egg, and it's egg-shaped, and on the inside it has little designs on it. It's like a masturbatory sleeve, and that was kind of fun. I've heard of that! I think I've heard of that but too. But they just they gravely disfigure after like one use and then it, you can never put it back in its little container. So like they're definitely like a one and done type of experience. Yeah. But honestly, I've heard that. if I had a penis, woo, I would stick it in fucking anything. Eggs, bowls of chips, uh just <laughs> slap it around my legs a couple times. In the pie. I didn't expect you to say that. So I'm like <laughs> I'm like, is that a hard pivot or what just happened? <laughs> she just said if I had a penis, I'd stick it in everything. And you know what? I agree, though. I used to say that. Okay, that's better than what I used to say. I used to say if I had a penis, this was when I was younger. Now, I wouldn't say this because I realized this is literally sexual assault. But I was like, if I had a penis and it was big and I was proud of that shit, I'd, wanna, I'd always look for a chance to pull it out. Now, I now know why that's wrong <laughs> on very many levels, but like definitely if I had a penis and it like was pretty or like a good size, I feel like I want to- The world would know. <laughs> I'd always at least talk about it. Right? 
there was this kid that I, well, there were two kids that I went to school with, two different penis stories. Anyways, so one of them, he literally, no joke, had a 10 inch penis. This thing was a fucking monster. And so during parties or whatever, he would be like, okay, does everyone want to see it? And usually everyone would be like, yeah, whatever. We want to oh see it. God. We want to see it. Because, you know, we'd all make yeah, fun of him and be out. like, there's no fucking way in hell. And so, of course, it was usually pretty consensual. Like, nothing was ever done with it. We just wanted to see his penis. And there was one time where I was at a party where he showed it to everyone, but I was in the bathroom because I had to pee and I missed it. And I'm still mad about it. There's another kid that I went to school with who had a fucking, like, cock ring. He'd bring it out every now and then just to be like, hey, you want to see my cock ring? Usually everyone's like, yeah, what the fuck does that look like? Yeah, still haven't seen it. I'm mad about it. Sleeves, I think they come in, like, a few different ways. But the one that I tried was, like, silicone. Like, just like a tube. Like, you know, like, when you're, like, a kid in kindergarten and you get, like, those little toys with, like, the water in them? (gasps) And, like, yes. you squish them around. I put my dick in that, too. Yeah, yeah, you put your dick in that, too. That's essentially what a sleeve is. <laughs> Just, like, overall, I would say it was, like, pretty interesting. Like, it, it definitely added to the situation. Uh, the one complaint I would give is in foreskin land, that is kind of a difficult aspect. But uh, I imagine if you didn't have any, it'd probably work out pretty easy. But I feel like those were pretty nice. Yeah, honestly, I never even thought about that, really. I feel like there's also not a ton of sex toys like that kind of stuff that makes sense for people with foreskin, you know? Hmm. Yeah, you know, you'd actually be surprised how much foreskin gets in the way of stuff. Like, even, like, condoms, you know? (gasps) Okay, so (laughs) I have a story. I don't know. I was it's it's kind of short. I was going to fuck this dude and he had trouble putting on the condom because of his foreskin. So <laughs> I just think it was funny because <laughs> it was funny because it was just such a disappointing moment. But it's like a thing. Like we were like getting ready and he's like damn and we were just like damn, but yeah. <laughs> um, I'm totally I'm totally team foreskin. Like I'm pro foreskin. I prefer it even. Like as far as that goes, but just like I don't have a preference, you know, it makes certain things easier. Also, it weirds me out that we cut chunks of genitals off of babies in general, kind mm-hmm. of the whole thing just kind of weirds me out. But like, I, I kind of wish more things were built to accommodate that because back, I, it's not really an issue now because I do birth control and I'm monogamous, so I don't really do the condom thing so much anymore. But back when we did condoms, I'd remember like putting them on in the beginning and then like the foreskin would start where it was supposed to be but by the like middle like it's already like pulled back over the penis and like this is doing nothing anymore you know yeah it's really interesting and i really thought about that i don't think i really have a preference either i don't know but now i'm like hmm who can be our foreskin test subject now you're thinking about it maybe you do have a preference Right? Like, I don't know if I like sex with men, like, enough to have a preference. Like, it's barely a great time for me. So, <laughs> yeah. The only real fun that I have is when I get to strap a man. Like, that's... Beautiful. That's it. Exactly. You know? See? And those men are hard to come by. Exactly. I just want to strap a man. That's it. And I'll, like... I will continuously bring it up as, like, a jokey joke, but I feel like you keep doing that and you kind of convince them. You're like, but I mean it. It's like, but I mean it, but also, like, (laughs) I know you're scared, but we're going to work there. Like, you're going to get so used to the idea that you're going to be like, okay. I'm kidding, (laughs) unless. Unless. Like, it's just a joke, but let me touch your booty. 
and then yeah, just warm them up. This is not this is not coer <laughs> like this sounds very rapey. Like it's not, I promise. It's opening your partner up to new things and new holes. Oh, speaking of of straps. Speaking of straps. So let's talk about them for a second. Important sex toys. Yes. One one type of strap that I want to talk shit on is like the like the strapless one, you know? You know what I mean? Like the harnessless <gasps> oh, ones. Oh. Wait, what? You know, like like strap-ons, but they're like strapless strap-ons. You know what I mean? What? Oh, the ones that like you insert inside yourself? Yeah. Oh. yeah those are fucking stupid. Okay. So like in concept, super cool in concept, I'm like, I'm like, you know, like when you explain it to me, I'm like, yeah, for sure. Like that sounds like that works. But then in like practical use, you're doing it and you're like, oh, this is, this is very difficult to make work, actually. I feel like there's a lot of clenching that would have to happen. <laughs> and you'd have to be like bone dry, too. And, you know, if I was like in this situation, I got like this really cute girl under me and she's having a gay old time. <laughs> How much bone dry do you think is happening at this point? Okay? Sorry, girl. Like, I got too wet and it slipped out. Yeah, like, pretty much it's what ended up happening. I was like, bro, like, efforts were made. Interesting. I'll keep that in mind because I always thought those are cool. But I haven't done any porn research, but I feel like this is a good testimonial. <laughs> I fell into that trap, like, off the interwebs. I was like, oh, they look really good. Like, visually. Like, I don't know. Like, they look like yeah but aren't nice. there like two-sided dildos anyway like is that the same that's not the same thing but the logistics of those always are just so difficult yeah yeah it's like it's like the whole concept of scissoring as a whole because yeah. really that's just like scissoring plus some extended you know dildoing you know yeah like how does that really work like where's all the legs going and i feel like you got to be like a skinny flexible bitch <laughs> me a skinny flexible bitch <laughs> I am not skinny nor flexible. I feel like I still could make it work though. Better. <laughs> I'm also just not the brightest. You gotta have somebody like work out the logistics for you first. It's like, what is going on here? Why am I doing this? Can we just get rid of this? Just do it the old-fashioned like, way with our hands. <laughs> Maybe a little good old hands. Just do it to yourselves next to each other. It'll work. So as far as toys go, we actually have a little subsection for there's some kinkier shit out there in the world, too. There is. Do so you want to talk about some of the kinkier Yeah, as someone who things? has um, perused some of these, you know what? They create everything. Like we were saying earlier about the fact of if you can stick it in your body, it, it has been created, right? I love this. Stones whatever you know goes crazy and there are some there are some interesting things i think especially you know as people kind of venture into the like non side-by-side vanilla if you will exploration there are a ton of things there are swings there are weighted cock rings there are paddles and whips and feather dusters and anal hooks and ball gags and even electro shock tools so yeah there's just a ton of things within this so even if you're like someone who might not fully enjoy the idea of like penetration or vibration or whatever there's just there's so many different ways to explore and I think that's really cool and especially I think in this day and age a lot of these things are 
becoming much more accessible, just much more affordable. And I think that's really cool. I think there's there's something for everyone, you know, no matter who you are as a person. Honestly, I'm just looking at some of these sexy toys. No, me got too. On here. We got some floggers. <laughs> we got some paddles. The anal hook. I love I how love high up on the list that little was. Male chastity cage kit. That's so this fun. This motor bunny thing is fascinating. Have you guys looked at this? Um, have you ever seen the fucking Sibian? Yeah, that's pretty much what this is, right? This is just yeah, like the Sibian... Sibian with like... Oh, I've seen these so the much. The Sibian is like slightly more intense. I couldn't ha- imagine just having this just sitting in the corner of my room. <laughs> no, literally. <laughs> yeah, like how do you store this? For our listeners who have no idea what a motor bunny is, it's like this big like black box you like straddle. And like there's like this little penis-y type part or phallic part, I should say really. Um, that like goes inside you and then like vibrates and you like, you know, do your thing. And there are, there are different types too. So like you don't even have to have something that goes inside of you. There's like just different things that you can put on top, which I think is really interesting. It's also very expensive starting usually around a thousand dollars. So this reminds me of like those sex toys. And I hadn't seen these until recently, but instead of just being a dildo, it's like the whole bottom half of a man with like legs and shit. And I thought that was so interesting because I'd never seen that before. That's interesting. Yeah, those kind of weird me out if I'm honest. I mean, like, you do you. Like, no real judgment. But those kind of weird me out. <laughs> Anything that's, like, too realistic is, like, no. I'm not looking for a time with, yeah. like, a fake plastic thing. I'm looking for a time by myself. Like, I don't even like when dildos look too real. Like, they're weird. Like, it should be, like, bright purple and look like, you know, like, look like a random shape. Like, it should not look real. No, me neither. Okay, I was going to ask you guys, have you ever used, like, a realistic dildo? Because I haven't, and they're just so unattractive to me. And I'm like, is that the gay side I of me? I haven't, but I don't like penis enough. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> is that the gay side of me, or are they just so unappealing? Yeah. Yeah, is that, like, the girl part of the bi half, or, like, what? Because those are Yeah, really like, I, the only time I've ever seen, like... I've never seen anyone, like, actually have those. I've just seen people, like, get them as a joke. I've never seen someone get this, like, I want a realistic penis toy. And they make them that, like, feel real, too. I don't know. Maybe it's just not our cup of tea. If it's your cup of tea, please write in. <laughs> please yeah. let us know. Obviously, there's a market for <laughs> because them. Because someone has to be getting in them, yeah. and it's not us. Let us know. How's that go? Like... Like, what do you feel about it? Like, do you like it? We'll leave a poll. How do you feel about realistic (laughs) sex toys? That kind of also reminds me of, like, a pocket pussy, which is, like, another thing that is just so, like, weirdly unappealing. I don't know if anyone ever has ever used one. Well, we we use it for, I don't know, finger it, but, um... (laughs) Wait, so when you say that, when you say pocket pussy do you mean like specifically one that looks like a vagina are you talking about like any like massager type thing i'm talking about specifically one that looks like a vagina or specifically one that's just like like a a little little flashlight yeah like a little plastic hole okay so then i'm gonna say that's weird in the same way that i think the realistic (sighs) dildos are weird but if it doesn't look realistic then i'm like whatever you do you because then it's just like the penis equivalent of me buying a dildo for my vagina. You know? I don't think they're bad. I just think that I just, don't I like just them think the concept real. of them is a little like I don't know. Like I feel like I wouldn't want to use it. That's it. Like I just don't like the way they feel. <laughs> I'd stick my dick in it. If I was a dude, hell yeah. If I was a dude, I'd totally use it. <laughs> hell yeah. Just just to just to see. 
But the cleaning of it, I think, would be a trip. Because then I, you just blow your fucking load into a plastic and silicone cup, and then you have to literally go wash away your sins. You're going to have to blow your load into something. Might as well blow it into one thing that's made to catch it, you know? <laughs> okay, you got a point. You got a point. You know, if you had told me that I was a fucking, like, whole person, founder, whatever the fuck I am, and then literally just talking to the public about blowing my load... Nope. <laughs> I just want to take a moment for that. I know. This, this is my boss, you guys. This is us sitting around shooting the shit with the boss for me in London. Just so you know. Who comes up with this shit? Who let me do this? This is like Anyways. after hours, though. This is like if we were... I feel like this is just like if we were out after hours after work. Explicit. Except for we're just like this because professionalism is just doesn't exist. So Exactly. Yeah. But anyways... Good sex toy hygiene practices. If it goes inside of you, you need to fucking make sure it's clean. That's yes. it. Or if you go inside of it. Yeah. You can put anything inside of you, arguably, with some precaution. You know, use your best judgment. If you're brave enough. If you're brave enough, anything can go inside of you. Just make <laughs> sure that it is clean. You can just use a mild soap and water. Um, I am hesitant on... Like scented soaps, although I feel like a lot of people have that. And you know what? If that's all that you have, use it. Better than nothing. Yeah. Some toys can be can be boiled. So if you have um, like a just a purely silicone toy or anything like that, those can just straight up be boiled. Um, always check the instructions. They'll usually tell you what you can can and can't do with them. Also, if you're sharing toys with another person, again. Please make sure that they are clean. Another really good way to do that as well is just putting a condom on a sex toy. It's still an option to share, but just also know that it can spread STDs and STIs. So always keep that in mind as well. And also, I just want to make a note as well. If something goes in your back door, please do not put it into your front door. Yes. Oh, my God, no. Toy or not toy, don't put anything like that. No. You know what? Like, even if you're with another yeah. person, don't let them go back no to front. No back yeah. to front action do ever. Keep it, exactly. keep it separate. Secondary thing, if you have something in the back, don't put it into your mouth until you wipe it off. And I say that because you will get strep throat, but you probably won't know until you listen to this or you find out for yourself. I found out on TikTok. Know those things. Those are my safety standpoints. In terms of lube, if that's your thing, that's your thing. I encourage everyone to try out lube. If you have another, it's... An absolute godsend. I would like to drown in a vat of lube, please. I think it's so good. Water-based lube works great for every toy. Silicone lube is great. Be very cautious in what you use it in. Um, you know, it's great with like metal or non-porous glass. Do not use it with silicone. It will degrade your silicone. So just be be cautious of those things. Make sure you can tell what materials are in your product. But, like, be aware that in the United States, there are, like, no restrictions on sex toys at all. So, like, there's no safety restrictions, there's no regulations, there's nothing. So they can make anything and call it a sex toy, and it doesn't necessarily mean it's safe. Mm Mm-hmm. 
typically source out a website pretty well. And this this could be completely untrue. Maybe I'm just biased. I am actually probably very biased. But I feel like with a lot of like big sex toy manufacturers, I feel like you're going to run into that a little bit more. There are a couple brands that I have in mind. Unbound is one of the ones that I love fully. I adore them. They're amazing. And everything that they make is with body safe silicone. And I think that's amazing. Anything that you can get that's body safe or health grade silicone wise, those are great bets because that usually means that they're using a really, really high quality silicone. But also when you're shopping, make sure you know like the limits of your own body. There are certain disabilities and various medical issues that make it unsafe to use certain toys in certain ways. So if you like have any questions, like reach out to your doctor. I know it's embarrassing, but it's better to be like, hey doc, can I use a dildo? Than finding out you can't and having to go to the doctor to fix it. Speaking of having to go to the doctor for embarrassing things, uh, if it doesn't have a flared base, don't shove it up your ass because you'll end up in the ER <laughs> explaining to a nurse why this thing is shoved up your butthole. And if you need examples, you can literally look up x-rays of people who have shoved things into their holes without flared bases, just so you know. You know what? Okay, I'm going to tell this story real quick. <laughs> so I got this butt plug one time, right? I only ended up trying it like once because I, I wasn't, it ended up not really being my thing. But like the base like wasn't flared. And that's I was, concerning. it was only like a little flared. And I was like, oh, well, maybe that's enough. <laughs> and then luckily, okay, so luckily it didn't end up in an ER trip situation, but there was a moment of panic where I was like, oh no, <laughs> where I thought, and it ended up okay. So it's, it was all okay in the end, but in vaguest terms possible, there was a moment of panic. <laughs> when in doubt, sneeze it out. That's all I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> Awful. <laughs> yeah, always have a flared face, or you too will have a moment of panic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but again, no regulations. So that was supposedly designed to go, you know, up your butt. It's a butt plug, and obviously, it was not designed that well, you know. So like, keep an eye on what you buy. You know, one butt plug that I've always wanted to try, and I there's no fucking basis for this. I want to try one of those fucking tails. And it's not because I like that shit. I think it's, I don't know, personally, I think it's kind of odd. Like the whole animal, everything. <laughs> More power to you, whatever. Yeah. People pay big bucks for that. But I'm like, I just want to try Oh my it. god, that's old as fuck too. Furries are from like the BC too, man. I, yeah. Furries are old as balls. Yeah. Just fucking crazy. But again, you know. <laughs> from the dawn of time, human beings were like, yeah, that girl's hot. But what if she looked kind of like a fox? <laughs> you mean from the beginning of time, people have been into bestiality? I love to hear it. Well, no, no, it's not bestiality because they're not no. actually having sex no, with no, animals. Not, okay. I know it makes it sound like I'm Nor, nor do I think they desire to. <laughs> it sounds like I'm saying furries. No. We're sorry, sorry. furries. Oh my gosh, we'd never. You're right. This is not. It was a a a jokey joke. It was a jokey joke. I'm sorry, guys. This is my cancel moment. Yeah, sorry. We're not furry hate. Live your lives. No, I was joking. (laughs) I know you guys don't actually want to fuck animals, and that's all that matters. Something I wouldn't stick my dick into. Exactly. (laughs) But yeah, I always exercise caution. A lot of them too, and this is just kind of interesting as well, but like if it is something with a motor, 
make sure that if you bring it into like a wet space, i.e. a shower or a bath, make sure that you can actually bring it into those space or those spaces. If it has a motor, probably don't use it under the covers because it can overheat and that's an issue. If it's something with batteries, just make sure that your batteries aren't eroding. You know, just take normal precautions as you would any electric. If you do anything but stuff, you should probably use lube. Just a thought. Unless you just, I don't know. Anal fissures, man. No, no unless. No, yeah, no unless. Yeah, <laughs> Just don't. use the lube, guys. <laughs> Just use the lube. Okay, I read an entire book on... I. So I think sex tech is so interesting. I think we're finally starting to get into a way or into a space where, like white men are no longer dominating the sex toy and porn industry and i think it's the best thing fucking ever and it will only continue to grow a lot of the brands of toys that i support fully arguably all of them run by women or by people with vaginas and i think that's really fucking cool because primarily those are the people who are using these toys and yeah i just think it's a great thing but you know we've seen the development of gender neutral sex toys like we were talking about like hyper realistic dildos does anyone really use them (laughs) somebody you know just having that idea of not everything has to look like something um and i think that's really cool oh i was gonna say that kind of ties into uh, gender neutral sex toys becoming more popular too because like more and more we're leaning away from like female sex toys male sex toys like because not only is it really gendered but like not even super accurate anyway so like gender neutral sex toys are like the future yeah and it even goes into colors right like not everything is like hot pink and you know bright purple there's a brand that makes dildos that are literally based on the pride flags that totally reminds me of this one that i saw at the store once that was uh the incredible hulk one <laughs> and it was green and really 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 big oh my goodness i, I love mean, it like monstrous <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah if you're a marvel nerd guy and you want a giant <laughs> thing to shove up your you know you got hulk there's something for there you. it's available there are tentacles I've oh you know what I haven't ever when I went to the Museum of Sex which is located in New York City it's a great space if you haven't already been there this is random I heard it was overrated no it was so fucking cool I think so anyways but it was so here's the thing though you have to be like a sex history buff okay that makes sense because like I feel it. like people go and they hear sex and they just want to go but they're not like into history and shit I really liked it. It gets into, like, the history of masturbation and, like, old masturbation films and, like, a ton of different stuff. And the the shop at the end? Amazing. There was this dildo that was probably, like, 20 inches long. It was thick and it was heavy and it was a tentacle. I'd put it in me. That thing was almost, like, $150, though. And it just looks so cool. I thought you said that you did put it in you. A conversation piece. Like, you put it in you in the middle of the store. And I was like, Zoe? (laughs) I was like, Zoe? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I totally heard that, too. No, no, no. And then I was like, okay, there's no way she said that. But no. I'm glad that you like, heard I that said, too. And I put it in me. Like, <laughs> I wanted to. I wanted to. I would have. Um, but no, no. Granted, I was the only person there because apparently people don't want to go to the Museum of Sex at like 8 a.m. <laughs> on like, like I could have. Girl. <laughs> Meanwhile, of me, like, dressed the nines, like, walking into the Museum of Sex, like, the minute that they open at 8 a.m., like, this is great. I'm so excited to learn. (laughs) Have you guys heard of the Bad Dragon Store? No. So, it 
It specializes in like fantasy styles. I only know of its website. I don't know if there's like a real one. Because I only ever found out about it because they were talking about it on like social media. But you guys should look up like the Bad Dragon store online. They have some weird ones. Hold on. Let me look it up and see what some of the on examples it. are. Oh, yeah. So, well, ones that look like dragons, obviously. Oh, oh I've heard about this. Uh, <gasps> unicorn ones. Ooh. These are fun. Horse ones. Oh, is that ridges? Oh, my gosh. Ridges? This one looks like a monster paw. Oh, my God. You can get them in all sorts of types. Like these little ridges. I think it's this brand. What's a they tentacle? They make, like, egg depositing ones these are actually really fun would i use any of them probably not but these look like a fun time i would for oh and you can (gasps) get ones you can get ones that like ejaculate the the, like pussy ones. this one looks like a dragon's tongue they're not actually pussy they're just holes now we're all just (laughs) (laughs) Mm, i love to see it oh this is like the sleeves i was talking about they call them sheets so they even have them here so you can make a real life wiener like a fantasy This wiener. is actually so much fun. I would get one of these with a partner. Not on my own because I feel like I'd be a little weirded out. Oh, they have packers? But if I had someone to, I'd be like, here, put this on. <laughs> just, you just whip it out. You have someone over, you just whip this out. Like, can you put this on? Here's the ones that, uh... <laughs> like, I'm just thinking of like the wearables. They straight up sell the dragon cum in the bottle. And they make it For in you clear. to have your little ejaculating dildos with. I think that's so and cool. And they make I it in imagine clear. imagine just like having someone with a vagina over and like pulling out like a dragon tongue. Putting <laughs> <laughs> your replacement cum tube, cum tube syringe to good use. <laughs> Ask for this for Christmas. So yeah, all our listeners look up the Bad Dragon <laughs> website. We're not sponsored or anything. But, but if you want to sponsor us, to we'd at. be totally down. Yeah, if you want to sponsor us, we need to reach out to them. You. Absolutely. We'll make it happen. Y'all are wild. We're supposed to be talking about toys of the future. There's much to be said. I think especially with that kind of toys, with the more like fantasy-based things, there's also much to be said about smart toys and kind of that growing. There's one brand that I think about a lot who kind of got into it and pioneered a lot of it. And it was actually for sex workers. There's a line of toys and I can't remember off the top of my head of what they're called. So there's, I think, a couple different types. But one of them in particular is for people who do camming. And as you tip someone... It vibrates. And I was just, I thought that was really cool. Oh my God, that's cool. I'd be like, give me money and I'll get off. Exactly. And that's what it is. And so, yeah, you can decide, you know, like if someone tips more money, it vibrates more. There's a ton of different ways that you can go about that. And I think that's really amazing. Also, VR is just going crazy right now. I think especially um, as we see the growth of like AI sex dolls where it's completely customizable to even the fact that we can now scan our bodies enter the VR world and do whatever we want. I think there are some ethical issues with that in the idea of like, you know, you can scan a porn star and then like, or someone who does porn, you could scan someone, you know, and you can buy that and then kind of do whatever. And I think that's... eh. But by that same logic, you can make deep fakes too. I don't feel like it's any more ethical conundrum-y than like standard porn really yeah. i think vr you're right, you're right. okay what kind of weirds me out is like the bots and the dolls kind of in that same realistic yeah. complaint like like i don't know vr is okay to me because it just just feels like porn plus you know 
Versus yeah. like sex bots, I'm like, that's a little really immersive pornography. Can we make an off branch of VR porn? Yeah, I feel like VR is just that extra step that some people need, but I feel like it's not something that like everyone's gonna be like rushing to. And I feel like bots are just they they also make me uncomfortable. I always think about them like just starting to emerge and I'm like, hmm. And there's always this idea this idea that robots are gonna when like, the robot uprising comes, I don't wanna have a sex robot that hates me. <laughs> um they have they have toys now, dolls that are literally run on AI and you can like customize what their pro or like personality is and the more that you interact with them, the more that they know you. And I think like they learn from you. And so they learn what you like. They know See, that's kinda creepy. See, I, I think it's kinda creepy. Could I do it? No. But I think that's so fucking cool yeah, for some people. I get you that. know? I, I appreciate the technology hella. I appreciate that's the weird. technology. I think it's cool. I think it also like as we continue to do this, I think it's says a lot about I don't know. There's a lot of boundaries that should be discussed within this, you know? And I think that's that's interesting. I also think there's, like, going to be a lot of issues with, like, internet connectivity, and I feel like if we <laughs> seek too far into the smart toy business, like, how long until I gotta start watching ads before I can use my fucking <laughs> Yeah, toys? that's real. It's gonna be like, <laughs> this vibe session was brought to you by the Home Depot, like... <laughs> Like, you know, like... Come again soon. Well, I, I do worry how long until until our sex toys are used to, like, ad pharma for, like, marketing yeah. research. They'll make us connect to Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> you can see when your Facebook friends all came. It'll be in the new meta update. Keep an eye out for it. God. Can you imagine? There's one toy company. It's called the Lion... Or it's called Lioness. And they do... Um, they have a vibrator that will track the intensity of your orgasm and then you can take notes on it. And I think that's really interesting because with people <laughs> who have like health issues. For science. Or, yes, for science um, and stuff like that, like they're able to see. And it's just interesting to see like, you know, if someone is stressed, what that looks like. If someone is just like really fucking pent up, like what that looks like. If someone is with a partner, what that looks like. I think that's really cool. I feel like I would find out that I'm having better orgasms by myself than with my partner. <laughs> yep. And I feel like, That'll do damn, it. I don't need you. No, yeah. No, I but I think like that's, that's normal. Yeah. Because when you're by yourself, you have like one goal in mind and it's like, party time you know and it's all about you you get to be greedy it's just what you want versus when you're with somebody you know you're kind of giving and getting also like no matter how much your partner knows you they're not gonna know you as well as yourself you know unless you don't masturbate you should be more talking if you don't masturbate you should start because how can someone else know you if you don't know you yeah it's better for you and you need to know your body exactly there's two, they're like short series that ended up getting canceled. Surprise, surprise. One of them is Slut Ever by Carly. I will not be pronouncing her last name. It was an old show on Vice that is really, really good. There's an episode on VR sex and sex toys. They talk to someone who films VR porn and talks to someone who works in the like adult industry and gets her body scanned and all of that and just kind of talks about like what her thoughts on that are and then there's another one called sex stuff by zoe ligan she just goes and like will talk to people she'll review different sex toys she has an entire episode on the sibian and literally had to cut it off because she was about to come on camera for free so. 
And also, she is the founder of Spectrum Boutique, which actually, we have a discount code to Spectrum if you would like to check that out. It will be in the show notes. I have a little comment. On the future of sex toys, it makes me think of like, I don't know if any of you have seen, but the show Grace and Frankie. Yes! It's basically a show about two older women and they invent a sex toy for older women who just have I think it's issues with, like, arthritis or, like, just using normal sex toys. Well, just yeah, because and of, they like, have different sensitivities. Physical constraints. And, like, post-menopause. Yeah. And, like, I think so much of the future of sex toys isn't going to be so much, like, smart toys. And, I mean, I think that they're cool. And I think there's things that will gain and benefit from that. Like, don't get me wrong. But I really think the future of sex toys is more about being inclusive now. It's going to be more open to varying body types and varying genders and just like varying preferences i think that's really like where our direction is headed or where i hope it's headed at least i definitely think we're and heading i feel in like that it's direction. gonna make them like just make us have better quality sex toys overall just because they're gonna like move away from this idea of like only making sex toys in this one way i even think of like the language that we use with sex toys you know like that hyper feminine blonde bombshell that gets to be on every single sex toy if it is something that is packaging like even just moving away from that and like using gender neutral pronouns or like no pronouns at all like when you're creating like a sex toy description there's much to be said about that i'm so excited to see it so excited i was (laughs) even thinking about like in terms of inclusivity there's a brand that I know of that makes it's kind of like a sleeve-ish type thing but it's for people who have mobility issues like it's just kind of like this pillow that you can put any toy in and then you can move around it to make it suit you and I think that's really cool there's another company called the O-Nut that makes cock rings kind of they're just rings I would say that sit at the base of your penis so that if you're with someone who needs a little bit more control with the depth or you know just wants to go a little bit more shallow yeah it's like a bumper and they're stackable i think that's so cool i think we're gonna start to see this kind of like revolutionary you know increase in what they look like how they're used and who they're for and yeah i just i couldn't be more excited that we get to live in that even in the last five years i think we've grown immensely I think all in all, you know, sex toys have been around for forever. They roughly have been about the same for a long, long, long time. And obviously, they're just growing really quickly. We're going to see some really cool advancements in the future. And I just can't wait to see where we go. And who else is finally included in these conversations and just masturbation in general. And yeah, that's pretty much all we have for you today. Tune in next time for a fun episode on cartoon theories, and we will see you next time. Bye!